Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about the Twilight Zone Season 1, Episode 35. So, this is called The Mighty Casey. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. And this is the penultimate episode of the season, which is exciting for, you know, a number of reasons. It's taking so long to get through one season, because Twilight Zone has very long seasons. And we're here. Um, interestingly, we have a returning actor in this episode. Uh, Jack Warden is the lead in this. He's a coach on a baseball team. Or the captain on a baseball team. No, he's a coach. He's got captains on the team. The coach is like what he's done. Yes. I don't know sports. Neither do I. I think he's the coach. Uh, but anyway, um, or is he the manager? I don't know terminology. Like the point is, he's the one <laughs> making calls. Uh, so he's uh, he's he's on the baseball team. But what's interesting is this this story is about a robot. And the last episode that Jack Warden was in was the lonely. In which oh, he had a sex bot. I was waiting for you to say which one he was in. <laughs> what a coincidence! I know, right? Uh, at least this time he didn't he didn't screw the robot. Well, as far as we know. I mean, <laughs> hey Doc, can uh, Casey stay late after practice tonight? Want to show him some uh, some pro ball tips, as it were? You gotta stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> Well, the worst part about that is that I don't know if about baseball to actually do kinky baseball talk. I was kind of having to make up shit as I was going. <laughs> okay, so, yes, basically they're having tryouts for this team, uh, the Zephyrs, which is this, you know, bottom of the league. No one cares about them. They're in New Jersey. And they're having tryouts. It's all these out-of-shape people. This is the sort of tryouts they get. All the applicants are all, you know, losers. This was in New Jersey. They said New Jersey. I'm sure they said New Jersey, yeah, early on. I definitely saw palm trees. Well, there's also palm trees in Halloween if you look hard enough, which is not very, you know, Illinois, but you, you let it go. <laughs> <laughs> what that says to me is that every episode is shot somewhere in and around uh, L.A., and they just mm -hmm. dress things to make them look like elsewhere. Um, or just find that one street that just might look like it's from another, say. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, this street. Cause I think, but because when we were filming World War Z in Glasgow, there was like one street that's got really hilly, and I'm pretty sure they were using it for San Francisco. <laughs> I was like, they're using this one street. The rest, of, the rest of the city does not look like San Francisco, but this one street could probably pass for it. <laughs> anyway... Um, so, yes, yeah, so this doctor, Dr. Stillman, brings his... I mean, at first you might be thinking, oh, maybe it's his son or whoever, this, this young guy, uh, this Casey. But the twist is that Casey's a robot because when he goes up to pitch, he pitches at insane speeds. We don't get to see it because they don't have the visual effects to show it actually flying through the air. We just hear the sound of basically a jet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every time he throws the ball, you just hear... <laughs> we get the reactions of what's going on, just people going... Yeah. But I've the, actually the curveball. It's got, it's got that whistle <laughs> kind of sound effect. In fact, since we're on the sound effects, this might be the most ridiculous uh, sound mix of any episode we've had so far. There was so many like, see, see when uh, Casey goes to shake the coach's hand, and he won't let go. Well, in fact, first of all, Jack Warren's a great actor. He was in Twelve Angry Men. He's been in lots of stuff. You know, from from this sort of era. But when he was reacting in pain to the strength of the hand as he was shaking Casey's hand, he looked like he was having an orgasm. And I don't, I don't know what direction led to that, that effect. Maybe he wasn't in pain. 
maybe the robot was giving him an orgasm. <laughs> so one of his abilities. That was my takeaway. It can it can send a jolt. It doesn't matter what part of the body it touches. It sends a little jolt. And it's just like Ooh. we need to get this guy on the team. <laughs> I mean, everyone's everyone's going to be miserable because we're all losing. But as soon as we get back to the back to the box, uh, party time for everyone. Everyone, everyone's spirits will be maintained high. Lonely again. <laughs> I'm just making the same dumb sex jokes. Well, actually, not the same dumb sex jokes. I feel, I feel like we're really because it was in the lonely. It was set up for a lot of sex jokes. I feel like here we're really going out of our way <laughs> to somehow turn it into a sex joke. But of course, once the coach sees his fastball, he's like, "We need to sign this some bitch right now." And he, he phones management or whoever he's phoning. He's like, no, we need to sign this kid. We need to do it right now, and that's the setup of the episode. And we'll we'll, we'll go further. There's no rule in the book that says a robot can't play baseball. Technically, yes, they never specified. Although the second half of the episode disagrees with us, but I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that it does not specify at any point in the rules of baseball that it has to be a human. I think that's just an assumption that's that people a point make. In Air Bud. There's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> Airbud logic. Yes, yes. Although there is a rule saying a woman can't play on these teams, I bet. I bet that's a rule. Oh yeah, that's definitely yeah. <laughs> A dog or a robot. Fair game. But not a woman. Is it a, a male dog? <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's your uh your feminist Airbud sequel that's not been made yet, is when it's uh Air <laughs> Betty. Lassie. Lassie or Lassie. Oh, Lassie might have been a boy. Lassie was a boy? I think so. But Lassie means girl. I thought I remember being confused by that because the name sounds so much like a girl's name, but the dog was being referred to as a boy. I mean, in Scotland and Ireland, it literally means girl. That's what yes. Lassie means. Lassie. Aye. Yo, yeah, Lassie. Well, in India, it means a yogurt beverage. So, who's to say? Well, I'm fairly certain you're a lassie, as in a, a girl slash woman. <laughs> or a dog named after a delicious yogurt beverage, which I will never have again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're that lar. I don't, I don't think you're a, a yogurt beverage. But um, I'm intrigued. What is a yogurt beverage, anyway? <laughs> I've had yogurt. I've never had a yogurt beverage. You can look into it. It's usually like rose-flavored or like mango Interesting. At least in America. Interesting. Anyway, so where, where, where are we? You were going to ask me if I liked the episode. You can, you can tell Tara's come a long way since episode one. <laughs> Peter, this is your format. Stick to it. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Stick to your format, Peter. Oh my god. <laughs> also, all the funny stuff I say right before we start recording, she's looking more and more annoyed at me every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. I said some delightful things today, I'll have you know. But anyway, Tara, what did you think? What was that? I said my face says otherwise. Uh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, what did you think of the mighty Casey? I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't think it was very good. Uh, I think... Uh, We've had a couple instances where I like the comedy in, in Twilight Zone. I like the one with the guy who can't die, the be one of the early ones. Mm. I like the one with the guy who, the love potion number nine. 
that was pretty funny. Sure. This is like really leaning into the humor and it fails. <laughs> yeah. I think part of it is that so much of it's based around something we can't actually see because they can't show it. And it's aided yeah. by sound effects, which are either like a jet plane for the fastball or because like a slide whistle yeah this, this is, it's literally a slide whistle yeah for the curveball and you also get that at various other points it, 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 there's so many goofy like things so so the, the rest of the episode is basically they start winning right they start winning because they've got a superhuman well robot but superhuman <laughs> uh pitcher who can pitch so fast that no one can hit it so you're just striking everyone out mm-hmm and they're winning, they're winning, they're winning until at some point he gets hit in the head with the ball and that puts him out and everyone's all concerned and when he's examined in the hospital the doctors happen to notice <laughs> because they're doctors <laughs> that he's maybe lacking a few things such as a heartbeat <laughs> which is, it sticks the, out the uh, scientist who creates him is so proud too like, yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes he didn't try to hide it no heartbeat uh, actually, that's the other thing. When when he's introducing him at first, and he's just trying to explain to the coach, he's like, "You see, Casey is a robot," um, which he says robot properly, but the, the coach definitely goes robot. Robot, yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're like, "Hey, he can't play. He can't play." So then the 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 inventor, the doctor's like, "Well, what if I gave him a heart? Would that then count to to be on the team to 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 you know to to be a to be a human? Is that close enough?" And he'd be like, well, I mean, we'd have to have a proper meeting eventually, but like, I feel like, yeah, that would that would be enough in the short term. So he goes away, you give him a heart, and the rest of the team's all, all waiting with bated breath because they're all like terrified he's not going to show up and they think he's not going to. He comes in at the last minute, it's just like the water boy. He comes in just the last minute, you know. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up and they won the bourbon bowl or whatever the... I think it was a bourbon bowl. I never watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was looked like someone who would watch the water boy. <laughs> look when it came out i was just at the right age to not be rep- you know repelled <laughs> by the water boy okay a little problematic uh, of course it's problem i'm not i'm not disputing that <laughs> jeez mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm credit. just saying also stop eating on the show <laughs> I can't help it. It's right in front of me. It's pomegranate seeds. They're so good. Stop it. We had a conversation before we started about her not eating our camera. And look at this defiance. It's fruit. I'm sending a positive message. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he shows up at the last minute. They're all excited to see him. They're all cheering in the locker room because, like, the one reason they might actually win a game has showed up at which I mean how did it even feel good if, if, if the only reason why they're winning is like because of one person is just that insanely good and they're all just Isn't like that like all sports teams though I don't like know. we always know about the greats we know about Gretzky and Jordan and Kobe <laughs> I don't know Babe Pele. Ruth Babe Ruth I know who Babe <laughs> you know? I kind of know who Babe Ruth is Babe Ruth McGuire. You're just saying random names now that probably belong to some famous sports person. Yeah. Sniffle Grout. <laughs> Jim Jam. Batman. Ping Pong. Yeah, Me- the greats. Mecha Godzilla. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he shows up, but unfortunately, when they go out and play, they lose. He he basically, you know, it's like a softball game almost, where he's just he's just gently throwing it in every time, and everyone's getting a home run and doubles and triples and blah 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 blah, and. I'm just saying words. I don't know what a lot of that meant. But <laughs> loaded in case he's at bat, playing it play by play. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> the contribution tonight to the show tower is uh, off the charts. I have thoughts. <laughs> I'm just how, letting you get through the story about how good those pomegranate seeds are. Um, they are good. This is a shambles. This is this is an absolute shambles. Tara is shambles. Yeah, shambles. It's what this episode deserves. <laughs> anyway, so they get back, and here's here's like the comedy didn't work for me either. All the silly sound effects didn't work for me. Um, you know, the goofy smile on Casey's face all the time wasn't really working for me. The problem I have though, the biggest problem I have with this episode is when they get back and they explain. Because I, I thought what they were going to explain is that because he actually has a heart now, he can't you know throw things at super speed because now his heart dictates how fast he can do things because of you know presumably that means there's actually some sort of blood or fuel or something pumping through him sure, from the heart. A cost. You know, some it, kind of physical cost. Yeah, it'd be a physical cost. But instead, he explains that no, now that he has a heart, he feels compassion, yeah, empathy, and he just couldn't be you know strike those people out. It just felt mean to like you know make them lose. They turned him into a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I would never this even. Why women can't play baseball? I would never have even thought to make that joke, but yeah, go for it. <laughs> I uh, not good. Like as soon as he gets a heart, all of a sudden he can't play. Like oh, there's no room for heart in sports at all. Like you have to be an evil competitor. Hence, the, hence the expression at, at any cost, competitor in hen- order to play Tara, sports. <laughs> hence the expression, put your heart in it. <laughs> So, but my problem is, is that th- this episode is propagating the idea that your heart is literally the source of love and compassion and empathy, right? That's a metaphor. <laughs> your heart does not have those things. Your, your heart is yeah. pumping blood. That's all it's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I just, I, the, the, my eyes rolled very far back into my head upon those lines of dialogue. I was not fond. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. And, um, I mean, it was going someplace kind of cool and familiar for a minute when they're like, wait, but he's not a man. He's not human. He can't play baseball. And they're like, well, what if we can prove that he's enough human? I'm like, ooh, they're going to measure of a man this. But nope. Goes <laughs> in totally opposite. What is, a, direction. what is a measure of a man from, Tara? Oh, it's from the hit television show Star Trek The Next Generation where data is put on trial to see if he is more like us and should have autonomy or is he starfleet property and therefore does not have autonomy Hmm. very influential episode i wasn't expecting you to explain the plot of it i just i was was just i was setting you up for the catchphrase but by all means (laughs) not my catchphrase stole it from you <laughs> <laughs> oh well star trek Take being there back. makes it your catchphrase um 
my catchphrase is, and that's why women can't play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually whip that out again on a different review, I'll be impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would work for any any type of misogyny that comes up, or any type of uh, like physical. I don't know impairment. <laughs> if you just whip that out, it'll work at a metaphorical level. Actually, the the quote that I probably do the most from any movie is from A League of Their Own, which is the movie about women playing baseball because men are at war. What's the quote? And it it's <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> I love that quote. That is, that I is not, every time my dog cries. That is not what you've but on 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 shows. That's not what you've said the most. You have easily quoted oh, no, no, no. Uh, Captain that Phillips is like in life. Probably my most yeah. quoted from any film. No, you you've quoted Captain Phillips way more than that on on show. On the show, yeah. Yeah. Because so. I like to remind people who's in charge. Yes. <laughs> I run this place, and therefore I can eat pomegranates whenever I want. Mm. Well, I guess that wraps I'll tell up. You, oh. I'll tell you the comedy bit that did kind of work for me mm-hmm. was that he's a robot who doesn't have a heart, and in the, in the the hospital bed, like on the mantelpiece, is an oil can, like what they use on the Tin Man, who also didn't have a heart. That was his like, I don't know. It was like a little nod that nobody even addressed in the, in the scene, but it made me giggle. Hmm. There you go. Well, I mean, it was a bit of a shorter discussion, but I mean, the episode doesn't really have a whole lot going for it to actually dive into. It's just no, really just a silly comedy episode. Uh, so that is uh, the Mighty Casey, uh, which means next time we have the finale, and of course Rod Serling at the end did pop up and tell us about it. He, he t- talked about a writer, and he even implied that he'd be in the episode. Yeah, the, he did. Yeah. Matheson. Who's done a few episodes? Richard Matheson's the writer, yeah. I think a few of the like better ones too. Mm. It's called "A World of His Own." Is uh, about a writer who demonstrates he can control reality simply by dictating changes. Whereas well, does sound like a inventful episode. Doesn't that kind of sound like the beginning of the finale of the of the remake? Kind of. Well, she wasn't really in control of it though. She was just kind of. No, but they did a Twilight Zone, like when they went meta. It was yeah. like Seth Rogen, and he was a writer who wrote things and then looked outside the window and, oh my God, it's what I write is real. So are we going to find so out that... there's a little yeah, there. We're going to find out that that was kind of based on the meta-ness of this episode, potentially. I don't know. But that's what's coming next. Uh, that is the finale of the season, episode 36, a very plump season, and we will uh, be doing our top 10 the week after. So let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe. Ding the bell on YouTube. Make sure you get notifications. You can support the show and everything we do here at Mailfuzz TV by rating the podcast on Apple Podcast. Give us five stars. It lets them seek out more people. They'll put it on more best of lists and higher up in the charts. It helps. It helps more people find the show is basically what I'm trying to say. You can also support us financially. Tara, how can they do that? You can check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV. And we'd put a ton of content on there for even just $1. You get bonus bits where we ramble and you can check out our rambles. They always have a title so you know what we're rambling about. (laughs) You also get bonus episodes of other shows 
like uh, the AC Atomic Cinema Experiment, which is our science fiction movie review show. So uh, go on over, check it out. Thanks. Maybe the best thing we do on Mailfuzz TV. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Screams. I don't know. Screams after a minute. I mean, don't take our word for it. You know, go watch it and decide for yourself. Yeah, go watch or listen to it. uh... It's probably not a good thing for a reviewer to say, huh? (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 true yes that's true but uh why listen to us make your own opinion <laughs> i feel like uh, we're, we are less here to give someone their opinion and more just that uh, we just like to discuss after they watch something they come to us because they don't have any friends who also watch the, the same weird shit they do that's how i found the channel mm-hmm. oh i forgot the last part i thought it was just stopped at don't have any friends Oh, <laughs> that has been the show. Thank you very much once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys, in the Twilight Zone.